Hey, this is Max, and welcome to the Ronin System Podcast. So it's been a couple of weeks um, since my last episode, and honestly, I was I was actually considering just taking pretty much the rest of this month off, but I wanted to get this out there. Um, I do know my audience is small, and I do know uh, a lot of you guys already talked to anyway, but um, I just wanted to say that, you know, with, with everything going on, with all the hysteria, with all the, with all the madness, especially with all the fear around this this whole disease the uh, coronavirus in case you guys didn't know if you're living under a rock or something but um yeah just just stay safe out there you know it's 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 not as scary at least in my opinion it's not as scary as something of as some of the pandemics that we've had before like ebola or like swine flu or anything like that but it is scary or it is probably the scariest because of the way it spreads and how fast it spreads you know that that's probably the biggest concern here i I know a lot of people make fun of it and i know a lot of people make light of it um and i i do think that's a good thing i do think we need to keep our hopes up and i do think that we don't need to be so crazy about it but um it it is a good way to realize that this is what's going to happen if something spreads this fast you know And, and and it does spread fast it spreads very fast you know, here in North Carolina, it went from zero cases to now we have 32 in a matter of two weeks. Um, you know, we, state of emergency was declared within like two days of the first instance. You know, it's it's it spreads very quickly, you know, and, and it is like about four or five times stronger than the average flu, which is scary, you know, and and being a healthy young adult, I'm, I'm not too worried about it. If Even if I was infected, even if I was positive. I'm not too worried about it because I know I should be able to fight it off and I should be, my my immune system should be pretty strong to hold it off. But, you know, it, it is still a concern. It is still a worry. And I'm more worried about the people around me that aren't as strong, aren't as healthy, you know, that I may interact with that, that could catch it. You know, and that's also a big concern as well. You know, there's a lot of people, especially in the jiu-jitsu community, where, you know, most people on average, when you do jujitsu, you're young and healthy enough not to be infected. You're young and healthy enough not to not to worry too much. But for those of us with young kids or with who live with our parents or who um, interact with with elderly people, it's a big concern because while we may not be infected, where we still carry it, we still uh, you know could could have it around us, and them getting infected is is a lot worse than us getting infected, you know, a, a lot worse than the young adults or the adults or the healthy people getting infected, you know, and that's, that's, again, it's, it's another scary part of it, you know, again, it's not as scary as, again, like the swine flu or Ebola or anything or Zika or any of those in the past where they haven't spread as quickly, but they have had death tolls already in like the thousands by the time they got to the U.S., you know, that's, that's scarier, you know, in, in people's minds, but this this is a, a big realization of, of how quickly diseases can spread and, and how they're spread. And you can also see like the mass information on it. Like I'll be honest, I, I barely know anything about the coronavirus other than I believe it's, it's a form of SARS. Um, so basically it's like a disease that can, a virus that can be spread through humans or birds. Um, and like, it's something to do with bats. Like I, I don't even know, like th- there's just so much misinformation. And so like, uninformation you know a lot of people aren't informed or misinformed and there's there's no real way around that you know you have to each each of us has to do our own research on it and like the media doesn't really help because the media is just mass hysteria the media just panders to the the pandemic you know they pander to to the panic and and the craziness and the fear surrounding it 
So that's that's tough to to solve in any way, um, regardless of whether whether it's a pandemic or not. And, you know, just regular media in general is already misinformation. You know, so I I just want to say you know stay safe out there, look after each other. Um, if you have any sort of symptoms, any sort of like flu-like symptoms, or you're feeling sick or under the weather, get yourself checked out. You know, even if you're not, just get yourself checked out, especially if you're in you're in high density areas. You know, like California, New York. Get yourself checked out, um, especially like big cities. You know, it's it's it doesn't hurt, and it's just just to stay safe, not just for yourself again, but for everyone around you. Um, and I know it's even more difficult now because a lot of people are experiencing allergies, so they're sneezing, they're coughing, you know, they're they're feeling under the weather, and with the whole scare, it just makes it even worse because you're not sure if it's the allergies or you're not sure if it's the, you know, the the coronavirus you know, the Kung flu, but, um, yeah, just, just stay safe out there. And I just wanted to get that message out, but, um, you know, I, I really didn't, I had other topics to talk about that I was going to record after this, but I didn't think I would be able to talk about it so much, but there, there actually is a lot to unpack with this, you know, um, especially because here in, in Charlotte, North Carolina, if you guys didn't know where I live, that's where I live, but, um, it's, it's not as crazy, you know, people aren't panicking as much, like, we're we're pretty much in a state of emergency, like the whole state. But literally just just yesterday, or what what was it? Uh, just this past Saturday, St. Patrick's Day. I mean, it was it was a madhouse around here. People were out partying. People were were literally. I live like down the street from a couple of bars and a couple of restaurants. They were all packed to the brim. Like people were were. It was basically like sardines, and that's crazy to me in this situation where you're told to keep distance from people. You're told to have social distancing you know, and trying, trying to look after each other, but these people are literally weakening their immune systems, drinking a shit ton of alcohol, you know, and, and like smoking, probably doing drugs, probably. Um, and it's just, it's just crazy because they have, they have little care for their own health. Um, and they have even less care for people around them that may be older or maybe younger or whatever that, or maybe weaker that have a higher chance of catching whatever it is that's, that's out there. And, you know, what's, what's even crazier is that it's it's scarier to think that we would be in more trouble from, you know, all these parties and all these all these madhouse events than it is to be scared about this this pandemic. Like, again, this past Saturday in the middle of the night, I think around like 11 or 12 at night, there was an explosion right down the street. And that was that explosion was caused because a food truck exploded it took out some power lines you know it took out some some cables and you know even that didn't really phase anyone like people were out partying the rest of the night and it just you know it, it's just crazy to me how this how this happens and then you walk into a grocery store and everything's sold out you know everything's gone like all the fruits all the vegetables all the pasta all the bread um, paper towels toilet paper like all, all those utilities kind of things like uh, bleach and detergent. I don't know why detergent would be gone, but um, you know, it's just, it's insane. It's, it's, it's unbelievable. And it's, what's even crazier is that there's still misinformation and there's still uninformation around that because people aren't taking the canned foods. They aren't taking the things that don't take as long to perish, that don't require electricity, essentially. Like all the milk and all the eggs are gone. If you, if we actually went into a, like a post-apocalyptic situation where we ran out of power or we ran out of anything, you would not be able to keep a lot of that around, you know, it would perish, it, it would expire and it would get bad, you know, there's, there's nothing around that, but 
beans, corn, you know, things in cans, you can keep those for, for a long time. And people aren't taking those. People aren't taking, like, the preservative stuff, you know, like pickles. They aren't taking, like, the cured meats, you know, like jerky. They aren't taking those things. They're taking the, the fresh things because there's still this idea that, oh, I need to get as much as I can because I need to wait this out for, for a month, maybe two. And I'm not going to take the stuff that I don't need to cook, that I don't need to take care of, that I can just leave on a shelf or leave in the pantry. I'm, I'm, I'm going to take the fresh stuff. I'm going to take the stuff that I like. And that's dumb because, yes, you know, it, it's not as serious as, say, like a nuclear fallout. But it is serious in the regard that if if it, it'll only get worse. That's what I'm trying to say here. It, it could only get worse from this position because it's going to be more difficult for society to actually, you know, come up with a solution. You know, I know in certain uh, certain nations, certain countries, certain cities, they've, you know, taken steps. Like, um, I believe New York is about to go under quarantine or something. Um, I believe in all of Italy went under quarantine. But, you know, it's it could get to that situation like Italy where it's a little too late. You know, Italy was like, is I believe the second most infected country behind China. Why? Not entirely sure, but they didn't really do entirely too much about it until it was a little too late. I mean, take South Korea, for instance. South Korea was probably the second infected country aside from China, and immediately they started doing mass quarantine, they started doing mass testing, and now they're actually functioning still. You know, like, um, I believe jujitsu gyms, over in South Korea, just opened back up. You know, they're doing limited hours, they're doing limited schedules, but they're open, you know, because they took the precautions very, very early. And here in the U.S., you know, it's it's kind of flip-floppy because, again, you know, people are going crazy, but they're not taking it seriously. At least, that's what I believe. You know, I, I, I'm not saying it's a good thing that literally here in North Carolina, again, schools, I believe, just closed, like, I think they're planning on closing today, but up until then they were open, you know, they, like you have like thousands of kids in the same area and these are little kids too, in the same area doing whatever they're doing, you know, and all you're telling them to do is wash their hands, use hand sanitizer. And speaking of which, hand sanitizer doesn't really do that much. Like, let's be honest, it's, you know, you really have to wash your hands thoroughly. You really have to take care of yourself more intricately and more, you know, attentively than just you know, grabbing a bottle of hand sanitizer. But anyway, you know, that, that that's the crazy thing. And, like, we still have people going to work every day. We still have people, you know, doing whatever they're doing. And a lot of people here don't even know we're in a state of emergency. That's the crazier thing. And regardless of that, there's still places that, like, public places that are, that are open. Like the Y. The YMCA, all the YMCA locations currently, as of right now, at 8.30 a.m. on Monday are still open. There, there's there's no really closers anywhere. I believe they canceled some classes. They took away daycare, but that's about it. That's because a lot of old people attend those classes, and a lot of young, you know, a lot of young children go to those daycares. But you know, the rest of the gym is still open, and and you know, I get it, gains your life, but you know that 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 is a big danger because you know even before any of this, and surely even after, you know, I went to the gym on Friday, but um. You know, we're, we're told to, or recommended, at least to clean the equipment after you're done using it, before and after you use it, which I try and do as much as I can, especially with the benches, especially with, like, the machines and whatnot. Um, but people aren't doing it. I see it all I see it all throughout the week, this past week, where 
people didn't clean their equipment before or after. You know, maybe some people did, like, but the usuals, you know, the usual people did it. But the bros, you know, the the uninformed, they just kind of did their stuff, sweating all over it, you know, touching all over it, and then just walked away. You know, just kept going. And I think that's probably one of the worst things you can do, especially as a young person, because we're supposed to be the ones that know what to do. We're supposed to be the ones that take responsibility for what we do. Um, and again, like I said, if you have young children at home, if you have elderly at home, or you interact with those those two categories often, um, or even at all, then you should be taking responsibility for them, for their lives. Because, like I said, this this isn't exactly a post-apocalypse situation. It's not get eaten, not, not nearly close enough to that situation. But it mimics, it mimics it enough to where we have to do something. It mimics it enough where we have to realize that it's a possibility. And we have to take responsibility for that, you know. It, in those situations, in those times of dire needs, we are the ones look to, the young people, the young adults are the ones look to, to take charge. And if we don't, then it's just, it's pretty much game over, you know. It, that's, I, I don't know how to express it any other way, but we have to take responsibility for what we're doing. And we have to look after each other. And we have to stay safe, especially... Like I said, this isn't as serious as the other pe- pandemics we've had. It's not as serious as a nuclear fallout or or like a co- total collapse of government or whatever. But it is a good simulation. It is a good sort of a example of what could happen. And you, I mean, I don't know if you guys are feeling it where you're living, but where where I'm living, it just it seems like people are reacting in the wrong ways. It seems like people are, are buying out everything that they don't really need to buy out. Like, I think for some reason they bought out, like, eyeliner. They bought out, um, we went to the store last week. I mean, fresh fresh foods were just gone. But then, like, the, the food that you could preserve was still there. That's just crazy to me. Like, I'm not, like, some nuthead, like, ultra prepper or anything. But I at least know the basics that if there was a situa- situation that really re- called for it, get the canned foods, you know, get the preserved foods, get the dry goods, get the things that you can kind of store wherever you want that you can put in your backpack and you can walk with, get those things, get the things where you don't need electricity. Those are the things you need, not pasta where, I mean, pasta, I guess, you know, it makes sense because it was on sale. It was like, I, I think you could buy like five for one or something, something crazy like that. And like the one box was like 50 cents. But it was, it was something insane like that. So I get, I get the pasta. But then, like, the milk and the eggs, why? You know, you don't you don't need mass quantities of that. All the bananas, like, that's going to go bad in, like, two or three days. Why would you get, like, two or three hands of it? You don't need to. Like, even, I, I would even say get soda. Get some, like, Powerade. Get those things. The bottled water, yes, you need it. But why, why, why aren't you getting anything else? Why aren't you getting any other drinks? You know, it just, it just doesn't make sense. Like even tea would be good. Like even the Arizona uh, sweet tea, that kind of stuff, you know, it's not great for you if you're drinking in mass quantities, but it's still better than, you know, just not having anything else. It's, it's better than, cause like when I went to the store, when I went to multiple stores, actually, all that stuff was still there. It was, it was pretty much like it hadn't been touched, but everything else was gone. Everything else that you could really kind of get handedly was just gone. Like I'm not going to lie, in, in a survival situation, 
I wouldn't I would want to get water bottles, but I would understand that that's the first thing that's going to be gone. So I'm going to get something else. I'm going to get the tea, right? And I'm just going to dilute it, you know? And it is yeah, I don't know, it just doesn't make sense to me. I'm 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 more frustrated at the fact that people are reacting in the wrong way than they are just reacting. I appreciate that they're reacting. I appreciate that things are happening and I appreciate that there there are measures being taken, but it's just it just blows my mind. You know, it, it, it doesn't make too much sense to me. Um and before I just start blowing up on society and before I start getting sort of really misanthropic, um, I just wanted to say, you know, stay safe out there. Um, I will try and post next week, depending on what happens. Um, we did run out of power, surprisingly, or run out of uh, internet because of the explosion on Saturday. But, you know, um, I'm not feeling under the weather. I know you can hear it in my voice, and I know I've been kind of like slurring and, and misstepping with my words. Um, I do have allergies. I checked. Um, and, you know, again, it's just another one of those fears where you, you don't know what's happening. You know, and, and you really have to do your own research. You really have to do take your own regular precautions. Um, but anyway, guys, stay safe out there. Um, do your best to take care of each other. Uh, if you do if you do jujitsu, I want to let you know that you know just stay off the mats for for a couple of weeks. I know it's going to be hard, but you got to do it. Um, if you go to the gym, take care of yourself, take care of each other, and try and try and work out at home if you guys like to work out. Because I mean, I I know I'm still going to the gym, but I take care of people. You know, I wipe down, again, I wipe down the equipment, you know, I do whatever I need to do. I'm probably going to wear a mask today, but, um, yeah, just take care of each other. Um, watch the news just to get some information. It may be misinformation, but it's something. Um, do your research, you know, especially if you're in those high density areas, like I said, but, uh, regardless, take care of yourselves. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Have an amazing day. Get out there, get hungry and good luck. (music) 